attention architects, and creative minds. Get ready to supercharge your brand with Build Your Brand, the podcast that's unlocking the secrets of branding success for creatives. Hey there, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my friend, architect marketing expert, Jeff Eccles at Build Your Brand Podcast, where he explores the captivating stories of the world's top brands and transforms their lessons into powerful moves for small firm architects and creatives like you. In season one, Jeff shares the thrilling tale of Southwest Airlines, where he dissects their journey to the summit and distills it into strategies tailor-made for you. It's important to keep in mind that companies like Southwest compete in the real world, just like you, and face real-world challenges, just like you. You might be surprised at how similar those challenges are to the struggles that you grapple with on a day-to-day basis. Don't miss out on your blueprint for success. Subscribe, tune in, and let's build your brand together. You may have noticed that the very best brands in the world are also known for having somewhat unique corporate cultures. That's often the glue that holds everything together when they encounter those rough spots. We don't do it because it inconveniences the passengers to whom we are primarily dedicated, the short haul uh, frequent flyer. Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Your Brand today. Remember, no matter the size, the journey's the same. Your brand's journey to the top starts here. All right, Entree Architect community, it's time for context and clarity. The reason that I come to you every day is so that we can find clarity around the things that matter most to you, the architect. And it doesn't matter if you're the employee of a firm, maybe you dream of starting your own firm. Maybe you even said 2021 is my year and you're on the runway to starting your own firm. Maybe you've had a firm for a year or 10 years or 20 years and you're starting to rethink, reimagine what your firm could or should be. All of the topics that we cover, one topic every day, fall under the broad umbrella of the business of architecture, and they are the need-to-know topics for the success of architects just like you. It's June 8th, 2021, and this is episode 92 of the Context and Clarity podcast. If you're new to the podcast, you need to know that my goal The reason that I record these episodes every day is to inspire you to start the thought process and to spark conversation, maybe even to stir the pot sometimes. I want you to think about and to explore these topics even further, and I want to do something to help you build a better, stronger practice. Yesterday, we kicked off a week of discussing winning work for your architecture firm by asking, what's better? saying you're an expert or showing you're an expert. And I realize that you may not necessarily use that term expert all the time, but I think it's natural for architects and engineers and other professionals to want to be seen as the expert. Because guess what? You are the expert. You graduated with your professional degree. You trained under licensed professionals. You passed one of the most arduous professional exams there is. 
You've developed your practice. You do continuing education. You've developed expertise. But what does all of that sound like to someone that isn't familiar with that process? When someone takes the time to list off all of their credentials for you and talk about how hard it is to become someone like them, what does it sound like to someone that doesn't know that architects are licensed professionals? Yes, there are plenty of people in that boat. Well, unfortunately, that can sound like bragging or grandstanding. And who likes to listen to someone brag? Does listening to someone brag make you want to hire them? There's certainly a time and a place to help people understand the difference between an architect and an unlicensed designer, and a time and a place to exhibit your expertise. But in the grand scheme of things, I think that time is pretty limited. You'll get much more mileage out of helping people solve their problems and demonstrating your expertise. If you didn't get a chance to join in this discussion yesterday, or maybe you just want to dig deeper into this topic, here's what you need to do. First, go back and listen to episode 91. Second, go to the Entree Architect Community Facebook group and watch the recording of the live Context and Clarity conversation. Now, even if you're not a Facebook person, I'd still encourage you to make the Entree Architect Community Facebook group the one place that you do go on Facebook. In fact, to make it easier, I have a link that you may be interested in. I use it to take me straight to the group so that I don't have to see any other part of Facebook. If you're interested, that link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's it. It's super simple and it takes you right there. So think about using that link and think about joining the group and maybe even think about adding to the live conversations that we have every afternoon. Now today at 4 p.m. Eastern, we'll build on what we started yesterday. This week is all about winning work for your firm. So today I want to ask, how do you diversify what you do? I want to make it clear that today's question is not about diversity in terms of justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Not that there's anything wrong with that. In fact, we spent an entire week, five days of Context and Clarity Coffee Talks on Clubhouse and five days of Context and Clarity Conversations on JEDI, or Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion topics a couple of weeks ago. If you want to dig deeper on those topics, please Go back and listen to episodes 76 through 80 and go to the Entree Architect Community Facebook group and find the Context and Clarity episodes for May 17th through May 21st. There are lots of really great conversations, hopefully impactful conversations in that series. But the diversity that we're going to talk about today is about your offerings. One of the key tenets to Bill Helmuth's manifesto on a recession-proof firm that became the foundation of the practice for the firm HOK was diversification. Helmuth talked about project type and geography and service offerings, and I think he's right on, but I think there's a caveat for small firms. I'll come back to that in a minute, though. I also know that lots of firms begin at some point to look at diversification as a way to grow. Basically, if we start adding project types or locations, we can grow our firm. 
I've worked with a number of firms that explored those possibilities. Where I come down on this, and back to my caveat to Helmut's tenant, is that first of all, it's awfully hard for a sole practitioner or even small firm to develop deep expertise in several project types. There simply aren't enough hours in a day or years in a career for that matter. Instead, I think it's more important to go deeper and then wider. I'm not even sure I understood what that meant as it came out of my mouth. So let me explain. If you have an expertise, let's say in restaurants, I believe that you're better off and ultimately your clients are better off if you learn more about not only the design of restaurants, but also the business of restaurants, about customer experience and satisfaction with restaurants, everything you can know about restaurants. In that way, you've gone deeper. Then you can enhance what you offer to your restaurant clients. You can go wider with your service offerings. Some of those offerings may not even be traditional architecture services. You can't see me, but I'm using air quotes here. If you know as much as or even more than your clients do about their business or their lifestyle, whatever their context is, I guarantee they'll see you as the expert. So really, what I'm thinking that we'll need to talk about today is the idea of diversification and whether you look at it as an opportunity to grow or an opportunity to serve. What do you think about that idea? Join me this morning at 9 a.m. on the Clubhouse app or this afternoon in the Entree Architect Community Facebook group for a context and clarity conversation. And let's see where this goes. If you want more of the Context and Clarity podcast delivered to you every weekday, subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. And if you love content like this, check out Gable Media. It's the multimedia network for people that care about the built environment, and it's the home of Context and Clarity. With Gable's growing family of podcasts and video channels, I know you'll find something there that interests you. You can learn more at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. And if the topic of today's episode is of particular interest to you, and you'd like to dig deeper into it, then join me over on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern inside the Entree Architect Community Facebook group. If you're interested, the link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's where every weekday at 4 p.m., I host Context and Clarity Conversations. And we take these topics, the topics that you hear about in this daily podcast episode, and we dig deeper. We have a conversation in real time to try to find more clarity around the things that matter most to you. So thanks for listening. I hope our time together has inspired you to think about your community and your practice and how you can support those around you. I'll be back here again tomorrow. And in the meantime, I hope you'll join me and the Entree Architect community on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern so we can help each other find more clarity around the topics that matter most, no matter what your context is. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? 
Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success.